So for October, let us continue the journey of discovery with contemplating all feelings and sufferings. Uh, contemplate, contemplate all feelings and sufferings sounds very grim. Um, take October, for example. As the seasons start to change, we all start to enjoy some cool breeze. But just a couple of months ago, we were all experiencing sweltering heat, and we all heard of people getting short-tempered when it's hot. And in the next couple of months, we will be experiencing the bitter cold in some areas where we would love to cuddle up in a warm bed with a, with a warm cup of tea and just be lazy for a day or two. So at the same time, did we change at all? Are we the same person drenched in sweat last month as the person shivering the next? Is the person short-tempered in the summer, the same person feeling lazy in the winter? This is but a reminder that we should transcend our situation and not to be bound by what we are experiencing. We receive our senses, our feelings from the outside world, and we should understand them so we may elevate ourselves above that. Just like the text in the chapter states, our feelings are often controlled by our experiences. And like in a dream, the visions are so vivid, so real, but when we, when we wake up, it all disappeared. So by contemplating that all feelings and suffering, we can understand that we are what we are experiencing. And with that understanding, we can take one step further towards breaking the stranglehold of our feeling have on our minds. And when our minds are clear and not cloudy by distractions, we can then focus on other sentient beings and be compassionate once again. So our next speaker, whom I was fortunate enough to personally know and work with here in Austin, did just that. And it was not an easy thing to do to hold back the flood of feelings and be compassionate under the circumstances. Mm -hmm. What circumstances did she go through? Let's hear Sister Fang Wen uh, to share her experience of acting through understanding and compassion. Sister Fang Wen, please. Hi, everyone. Good evening. Um, yeah, this is really hard, you know, topic to talk about, but I'm trying, okay. Um, what is suffering? Uh, everyone has a different definition and ways of feeling it. Like when we wake up every morning, we begin to experience all kinds of emotions such as suffering, joy, sorrow, happiness, grief, and so on. Everyone suffers very greatly. Uh, besides suffering spiritually, some suffer because of their circumstances. Some suffer physically. We are suffering of the body, mind, and the circumstances. And now everyone can feel the suffering of the virus that has affected our lives. But tonight, I'm not going to talk about virus, but to share with you um, the impermanence through my family's our personal experience of suffering. How do we get out of it and moving forward? Next slide. I grew up in a big and warm family. Next slide. My parents were farmers after my mother married my dad at the age of 18. She had to take care of seven children in addition to helping with work in the fields from morning till night, but she did not complain at all. After we have all grown up into adults, my parents uh, didn't need to take care of us. Uh, they didn't like to be idle, so they started to grow vegetables and fruits in the fields. Next slide, please. They grew, uh, end up grew too much and couldn't finish them. Even they trying to, you know, send it to, you know, as a gift to our neighbors, but it's just too many. So they um, started selling them at the morning fresh markets just for fun. They live a very happy and 
regular life every day. Next slide. When I go back to Taiwan every year, I accompany my mother to sell vegetables at the market. As you see in the picture, that's me and my mom in the vegetable uh, store. So every day, the morning is our personal date time. And that's what I enjoy most in Taiwan. Next slide. But um, until May 16th last year, my mother could no, no longer enjoy a happy life of growing vegetables and selling it in a morning market. <laughs> um, because she was hit by a speeding truck. And mom died the next day because of uh, excessive bleeding from his, her head. And the day of death, May 17th, also happened to be my husband's birthday. Um, when I received the news from my family early in the morning on the day of my mother's accident, uh, that was the first time I deeply felt the fear and grief that impermanence causes. Her pacing was also just one week before the car accident uh, was Mother's Day. I usually call her often, we talked a lot, and let her know how much I appreciate what she has done for me. Um, I still remember the last sentence that I ever said to her was, I love you. And therefore, when I hear the news, it is really difficult to accept uh, such impermanence. As here, I sincerely encourage you to contact your family more and express your appreciation and love to them. Next slide. Life is impermanent. There are two things in life that cannot wait. Fulfilling filial piety and doing good deeds. Next slide. Although my mother was almost 80 years old when she passed away, actually her health was in good condition. Uh, she could ride the motorcycle to, to the field by herself. Therefore, we believe that she could live up to 100 years, years old with absolutely no problem. I never thought that she would leave us so suddenly and with no chance to say goodbye to her. We were not ready for her leaving. Um, the feelings and the grief in our hearts are beyond words. Our family, including my father, choose to forgive the driver at the very beginning hoping to resolve the negative affinity between my mother and the driver and create good affinity in the next life. Although my father grieves my mother's expected death, he maintains his usual kindness to the driver without a word of condemnation. But he couldn't hide his sadness and his tears. I'm sorry, excuse me. Give me a second. The driver's wife asked my sister in a puzzle manner. Why did your whole family I'm sorry? Uh, why did your whole family not blame us from beginning to the end? My sister responded. Uh, because we all learn from 
Buddha's teachings and my mother is a very kind person. I hope you can do the same. Next slide, please. Uh, everyone needs love when dealing with others, we must be accommodating. We must not have a bitter or harsh demeanor. Otherwise we will hurt others and cause them to create more negative karma. This will bring pain and afflictions to both sides, adding hatred to resentment. I'm sorry, I need to turn my, oh, my video a little bit. From the moment my mother left the world, my families reminded each other not to cry at mother's morning hall so that my mother's soul would not be reluctant to leave. But when the couple of the driver knelt down, in front of my mother's morning hall and apologized. My heart was stung at that moment and I couldn't help crying. The tears in my eyes were not for the loss of my mother, but for them. Because of the mistakes the driver made and the pain in his heart, it will be a lifetime of hurt and regret. I truly felt distressed from them. Our families transformed the thoughts of mother into blessings. When we let go of the resentment, we can find peace in our heart. Our mind will be at ease. And now we can deeply feel that our mother's spirit is in peace. It is just like Master's teaching. Next slide, please. To forgive others is in fact being kind to ourselves. We need to think from others' perspective and practice being understanding. When we forgive others, our own suffering and afflictions will subside. Next slide. When the driver's couple came to my mom's morning hall to pay respect for my, for the second time, I invite them to go with me to worship the Earth Stone Sutra at Kaohsiung Jinsi Hall. I also encourage them to donate money and do good deeds to help those in need for blessings and dedication to my mother and for themselves as well. That night, they not only participate in the worship, but also made donations to Tsuji. I would like to conclude my sharing from Master Teachings to remind us not to fall into suffering. Next slide. Um, everything is determined by our feelings. Where we feel pain or pleasure depends on our mindset and on how we react to our feelings. Um, that's all my sharing for tonight. And thanks for listening. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Sister Fowler, for sharing your family story. Uh, I know it's a very difficult memory to share, but we are very grateful to be able to hear how you and your family were able to find compassion among the grief and sorrow. And I would definitely like to send you a big air hug. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
It's also a reminder for us to share our love when we still have the chance and not to waste our time holding on to anger and resentment.